You're listening to Mysteries Still Unsolved, a podcast where we discuss unsolved mysteries both past and present. I'm your host, Rochelle. Today, we're going to have a little Q&A with yours truly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mysteries Still Unsolved. So, a little bit unconventional. We don't do this all the time. In fact, the last time I did a Q&A was about a year ago. So, I think that it's time that we do another one. Um, so, this is the this is the deal. So, um, I am currently on a vacation with my family in Hawaii, and. I was going to maybe like just not put an episode out, but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging, but I also didn't want to be working on my trip. <laughs> um, imagine that. Um, so I just decided that I would do a little Q&A with you guys today. And I think that it's great that we're doing it because I think I have a lot of new listeners and I would love for you guys to get a chance to get to know me. I want to get to know you guys better. You guys get to know me better through the podcast and I get to know you guys better through your your super nice DMs, your comments on my page. I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys are the best. I always tell everybody when they're like, so how's your podcast going? And, and I'm always like, you know what? My podcast is doing awesome and it's mostly in part to my awesome listeners who are so kind, so encouraging, and I have you guys to thank for that. So thank you guys so much. So this episode is going to be pretty short, but I just, I felt bad about leaving you guys hanging. So (laughs) I, I just decided that I would do a really quick, fun one. All right, so before I get started with today's Q&A, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, if you are not already following me on Instagram at Mystery Still Unsolved, you totally, totally should. Because like I said, me putting out episodes is your way of getting to know me. And you guys interacting with me on my Instagram allows me a chance to get to know you. Um, I love just knowing what you guys want and expect from me. Like, do you guys prefer the murder cases? Do you guys prefer... Do you like that we do um, like ghost stories and and cryptozoology and stuff like that? Or would you just me rather stick to cold cases? So, yeah, when you guys interact with me over there and you give me case suggestions, that kind of helps me get a feel for what I can do to make this a more positive and productive experience for all of us. Um, If you are not into Instagram, totally get it. Totally get it. I am one to totally get stuck, sucked down the rabbit hole of Instagram. And I feel like every single time I do that, I end up just getting feeling like a little bit depressed because there's just something about like the comparison game that's very draining. Um, so I do do like Instagram fast sometimes and I just don't go on it for a little bit, but I cannot get away. Like I've thought about deleting my Instagram so many times, but I just can't do it because I follow like a couple of like Utah mom type things where they tell you a bunch of activities that are going around in Utah. And literally, if I was on an Instagram, I would not have any idea what's going on, like what kind of fairs, activities, museums, fun kid stuff are going on. So I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. And also I live really far away from my family and friends. Um, If you guys haven't been here for very long, um, you might not know this, but I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up in Syracuse, New York, somewhere upstate. Um, and now I live in Utah. So I live about 2,500 miles away from my friends and family. Um, 
So it's a really nice way for me to just kind of connect with them and their lives and, you know, see what's going on. I can't go to their wedding, but I can see pictures of their wedding. I don't can't be there for the birth of their child, but I can see a picture of their kid. So I don't know. I think for those reasons, I don't think I'll ever get rid of Instagram just because I like to feel connected to them and have them be connected to me. Um, But if that is not for you, again, totally understand. I have a website. It's www.mysterystillunsolved.com. There you can binge my now 90 episodes. This is so crazy. I'm only 10 episodes away from 100. That is wild. I, I cannot believe this. I don't even think in my wildest dreams when I began this podcast two years ago, I would believe you if you told me that I was going to make it to 100 episodes because it's crazy because I think I read a study somewhere that said either 98 or 95% of podcasts will never make it to their 100th episode. So it's a big milestone to cross and I'm really proud that I'm only 10 away. Um, so yeah, if you are not on Instagram, go to my website. If you love this podcast, if you've heard a couple of episodes and you love what you hear and you think that more people should have the opportunity to hear it, I would encourage you to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. Um, tell everybody what you like about this podcast, um, why you keep coming each and every week. And it's, it's just a really, it's a really meaningful, but also a really quick, easy way to support the podcast. Um, yeah, it's super easy and it's free. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. And also I don't check my reviews very much because I tend to get really angry when I do, because I mean, there are always good reviews, but there's always at least one like negative or critiquing one. So the more positive reviews, the better for my self-esteem. <laughs> I'm being a little selfish, but yeah. But it, it's crazy because for every one insult, you need 10 compliments to compensate. So I need you guys to go over there because I get really depressed when I see a negative review, <laughs> even though there's only like two over there right now. But I just get really uh, defeated, deflated. Yeah. So go over there and make my day. <laughs> Okay, I think that is it for housekeeping. Um, next week we'll just start. We'll go again as as normal. We'll have cold cases and unsolved cases and stuff like that. But for today, we're just gonna keep it nice and uplifting since I'm in Hawaii and I don't want this to drag me down for the rest of my vacation. <laughs> just like the negative uh, vibes of you know unsolved terror and crime. (laughs) So we're keeping it really lighthearted today. So I figured I would start off with some like just rapid fire questions and then I'm going to go into the questions that you guys sent me. So thank you guys so much for sending in questions when I put out the call. I think it was like a week or two ago. Um, I really appreciate it. So that way I'm not just like sitting here being like nobody asked me any questions because nobody cares. (laughs) So thank you guys for sending in questions. All right. So here are my rapid fire. Okay, so if I was in a bad mood, would I prefer to be alone or to be with someone who will cheer me up? I think probably nine times out of 10, I would rather just be alone. I am an introvert through and through. I get my energy by being alone. So definitely, definitely by myself. Um, Who is the one person that I tell everything to? That would definitely be Brian. I think that Brian knows me better than anybody else, probably because he lives with me and I can't hide my ugly side from him because he's just with me all the time. So definitely my husband, Brian. Um, What kind of parent do you think you'd be? Well, I'm actually already a parent. Um, I 
think I'm doing a pretty good job, not to toot my own horn. I mean, there's definitely things I do not have very much patience. So I know I could certainly get a little bit more of that. Um, I tend to get overwhelmed by the end of the day. And if my kids are not in bed by like 9, 9.30, the ogre starts coming out. It can, the ogre comes out at 9. <laughs> so I could probably use a little bit more patience. But other than that, I think I'm doing pretty good. Um, have you ever lost someone close to you? That's a really good question. Um, I mean, I've of course lost grandparents. No, I haven't lost any grandparents. I've lost great grandparents. Um, but I was really young when they passed away. I think I was like maybe three or four. So I don't know. In terms of like my peers, somebody my age, it hasn't happened yet. Jinx knock on something, but it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard, especially since I know that a lot of people deal with death when they're quite young. And me being 31, almost 32, and never having lost somebody, I think that that's going to be really hard for me. So I'm not looking forward to it. Um, yeah, that's going to be really rough. Um, let's see. What is my favorite holiday and why? If you've been here for a really long time, you would know that my favorite holiday is Halloween. And that's why every October we do a Halloween series where we talk about super, super creepy stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my favorite, ho my favorite holiday. Um, how long is the longest you had feelings for someone? <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, when I was a kid, there was this boy in my ward that I liked a lot and he probably liked I don't even think he knew I existed because he was quite a, a few years older than me. Um, but I think I had a crush on him from like the age of eight to like 16. So, yeah, that's quite a big chunk of your life. <laughs> uh, yeah, he probably still doesn't even know that I exist. OK, um, would you rather go to the movies or watch movies at home? Mm, that's a good question. I do like going out to the movies, but I think I would prefer to watch movies at home just because you guys movies are getting so long. Like, do you remember in the 90s when movies were like 67 minutes and now they're like two and a half hours and they don't even like give us the luxury of giving us like an intermission so that you can go pee. So like by the end of a movie, I'm like, yeah, I could wait for the credits to see if there's any like bonus footage at the end, but I really got to go pee. So, yeah, I think I like watching movies at home just because you can pause it. I've got all my snacks. It's super comfortable. I got my blanket. Yeah, probably at home. But some movies you have to see on the big screen. So, yeah, I think mostly at home unless it's like a really epic movie that you must see in the theaters. Okay, what was the best phase of your life? Hmm. I would probably say um, moving out of New York and going to college was probably my favorite. College is just fun because you have a chance to kind of experiment with who you are and hang out with all sorts of people and go on dates with lots of people and see like what kind of person you want to be with. And yeah, that was really fun. And I would say specifically my favorite years were probably 2010 to 2012 because I got out of an ugly relationship at the end of 2009. And then I really just focused on friends and like going out and doing fun things and going on vacations and stuff with my girlfriends. And that's like something I can't really do as easily anymore because I have kids and um, I can still do it. It's just a little bit more tricky. There's a, a lot of more variables that need to be aligned in order for me to do that. But yeah, I would probably say 2010 to 2012 are pretty great. Um, 
just because I could, I didn't owe anything to anybody. I could just be like, I want to go out and eat something. And I feel like going to this restaurant, I didn't have to like compromise with my husband. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I think that that was probably my favorite. Um, Let's see. Last movie that made you cry. You guys, I do not cry in real life, but any animated Disney movie will make me cry. Brian, I think it's a little bit annoyed because I never cried at our wedding and I never cried at the births of our children, but I cry at seriously like stupid parts of movies. Um, But the last movie that made me cry, I would probably say, I think it was, I think I saw the movie Nope like last Saturday and there was a scene in the movie that was really touching and I think that I cried. Oh no, no. It was where the, the crawdads sing. That's the one that I cried in. I did not cry in Nope. There, yeah, I think it was where the crawdads sing. There was an emotional part in that in that movie. Um, what are some things you value the most in someone? Hmm. Um, I'm just like thinking about my husband right now. Uh, loyalty. Uh, humor. Um, and just like a good like drive, like good work ethic that kind of thing but yeah loyalty is definitely my number one like if I if we don't have loyalty in our relationship whether that's like a married partnership or just like friends I I'm not into it (laughs) Um, I need to be I need to know that I can talk to you and that you're not going to like betray my trust so I think loyalty is my number one okay what do you care the most about my family yeah definitely my family um have you ever broken someone's heart I think so. I'm, I don't take any joy in that fact, but I, I think I probably have. Um, has my heart ever been broken? Yes, it has been broken. Would you ever marry someone for their money? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if they happen to be rich and I'm attracted to them, then that. But I don't think I could marry like an old person that I'm not attracted to for money. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um. Let's see. What's the worst advice you've ever been given? I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you the worst advice that I've ever given out. So, okay. So when I was probably in the sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, I can't remember. It was definitely middle school, though, because I remember the cafeteria room where it happened. (laughs) Um, I had a friend who had just gotten into a relationship with a guy. And, you know, we were new to relationships because it's sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And I remember her turning to me and being like, hey, Rochelle, my boyfriend wants me to give him head. Should I? And I am like 11, 12, 13. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) But I didn't want to tell my friend because that's like embarrassing. I don't want her to think that I'm like not experienced. So, you know, to just save my own butt, I was like, um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, just just do whatever your heart tells you. And then I left it at that. And then my mom picked me up from school and she was driving me home. And I remember my mom and dad actually picked me up from school. And I remember being like, hey, um, I have a question. What does it mean to give somebody head? <laughs> and I'll never forget my dad <laughs> gripped the steering wheel so tight that I thought that the steering wheel was going to like break off. And he was like, if somebody ever asked you to do that to them, they don't love you. And I was like, okay and then when we got home my mom told me like what it meant and like what it was a slang term for and I was like "Uh -uh!" 
like not only was I mortified that I had told my friend what I told my friend, but then I was mortified because I asked my parents what that meant. That's just so mortifying. <laughs> so that was the worst advice I've ever given. Um, what's the biggest lie you've told to someone? Hmm. What is the biggest lie I've told to somebody? I don't think I... Like I said, like one of my biggest values in life is loyalty. And like, I think with that is honesty. And so I don't really think I've ever told big lies. I've definitely told little ones. Like if somebody's asked me to like go somewhere and I didn't want to go, I was just like, oh, sorry, I can't. My kid is sick. But other than that, I don't think that I really lie that much. Okay. Um, let's see. If you had an hour left to live, what would you do? probably just spend the whole hour with my family and probably eat some of my favorite foods like at my favorite restaurant that's probably what I do um and I think that's it yep that's all of the rapid fire questions all right so that's great let's move on to the questions that you guys had for me and I think I only have a couple I have one two three four five six seven so I only have seven questions okay so the first one is of all of the cases you've covered which one would you most like to see get solved? Okay, so I had to go to my list because we have done 90 episodes. Um, where did it go? Uh, it's the one with um, the woman in the barrel, but I can't remember her name right now. So let me try and look it up. Okay, yes. It's a lady in the barrel. It's the episode is titled Who Killed Debbie Wolf? And I just think it's ridiculous that this woman was found in a barrel at the bottom of a lake and people like the, the police at the time were trying to convince people that it was a suicide. And I was like, how on earth would that be a suicide? How could that lady do that to herself? So yeah, that one's pretty wild to me. I would definitely want that one to be solved just because it's so wild. Um, and then of course the case that we covered, um, I don't think it was too long ago. Um, oh, the boy in the box. That case is so heartbreaking. I think that I cried so much while writing that episode. I just feel so bad that not only was this precious little boy murdered and put into a box, but nobody, he doesn't even have a name. Nobody's looking for him. And I don't know. If I get to heaven and that boy in the box is up there and nobody wants to claim him, I'm taking him. I'm going to take him into my family. Okay, so yeah, those are probably the two that I would most like to get uh, solved, but any case that I cover on this podcast, I want it to be solved. And that's why I've decided to cover it. Okay. So the next question is, what are your plans for this podcast in the future? That is an excellent question. Um, so I currently have somebody um, I've commissioned to make a new logo for me. I feel like when I first started, I just kind of got like a simple one out, but she's trying to help me come up with a logo that's more representative of me now because it's been two years. Um, and then once I get that logo, I am planning on making some merch. So whether that be stickers or T-shirts or sweatshirts, like that would be really, really fun. So I'm just waiting for that logo to get done so I can go ahead and do that. Um, I would also uh, love to in the future do a Patreon. 
Um, and, and my hopes for the Patreon is not to make money for myself, but I would love to just take all of the proceeds for the Patreon and just donate it to a worthy cause. Like maybe donate it to that um, organization that tests um, rape kits or donate it to a foundation that um, like the missing and exploited children. I, I don't think that I would use the money for myself because I just feel like that is, I don't know, I, there's just something that I feel wrong about it, but I would definitely just use the money and use it for maybe like a couple of my giveaways and then the rest would just go to a meaningful organization. So that's kind of my plans for the future of the podcast. I'm really hoping that I can get that logo um, ready to go soon so that way I can start doing some merch and of course the proceeds for any of my merch would also go towards the meaningful organization as well but yeah that's kind of what I have in mind for the podcast okay so another person asked tell us about your family I don't really know what you want to know so I'll just kind of give you like a little spiel so um let's see me and my husband we met at school like at college through a mutual friend and we met about 12 years ago and um this past april my husband and i celebrated our 10th uh wedding anniversary so we've been married a decade now double digits woohoo yay for us <laughs> um we have two kids i had my first one when i was 23 um i had my daughter rylan who i like to call riley sometimes she likes it sometimes she doesn't um and she just turned 8 a couple weeks ago um and then five years later we had my son vance he is three um, both of my kids have red hair um if you've been following me on instagram and you've seen my lives and my stories then you know that i'm a redhead and both of my kids got my red hair um and i guess i don't know what else you want to know so i'll just tell you like a couple of things that we like to do for fun so my daughter knows that i do this podcast she doesn't listen to many of the episodes i think i've let her listen to like maybe two like the bear lake monster one because it wasn't like too scary or gruesome and and, and there was a couple that i did with my mom about like the bermuda triangle and haunted hotels and so she's listened to those but other than that i don't let her be anywhere near me when i'm researching writing or recording this podcast because I just think she's too young um but she does like some spooky creepy things she likes to watch are you afraid of the dark she likes goosebumps um and that's what I was into when I was that age so maybe she'll grow up and she'll be like me and she'll like true crime who knows um so for fun we like to go hiking we really love to go hiking we go hiking at least once a week um we like going out for dessert a lot um and yeah, we just like to, we just like to go on adventures together. It's pretty fun. So yeah. Oh, and I have a cat. I have a tuxedo cat named Kyoto and she is, I think she's 12. She just turned 12. She either turned 12 or 11. I can't remember, but yep. That's my family in a nutshell. Okay. Uh, the next question was, it's a two-parter. It's, do you like living in Utah? And if you could live anywhere else, where would you live? Um, when I first moved here about 12 years ago, no, actually 14 years ago. Yeah, 14. When I first moved here 14 years ago, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. Um, I just, it felt very claustrophobic to me. I didn't like the culture, um, because the culture out here is a bit clicky. Um, I still don't really like that part of it, but. 
um, now I like it. And now like when I go on a trip and I come back and I like finally see the mountains that are by my house, it just feels right. It feels like home. So now when I go before, like when I first moved here, like Utah was not home. Do you know what I mean? Like I would go home for Thanksgiving and I would go home for Christmas. But now when I'm in New York or other places, like Utah is home. So yeah, I've gotten used to it. If you could live anywhere else in the world, where would you live? In the States, I'd probably want to still stay on the West Coast, probably like Colorado, Arizona, somewhere with like a dry heat. (laughs) Um, But if we're talking about outside of the U.S., I love Amsterdam. Amsterdam is one of my favorite places that I've ever traveled. Um, So probably there. That's probably where I'd want to live. Okay, uh, next question is uh, kind of a two-parter. It is, what is the best and worst thing about having a podcast? The best part about having a podcast is that I'm talking about a subject that I'm really passionate and that I would be researching anyways, if I were to be honest. Um, I love writing. I love creating. So doing this podcast is really fun. Um, The worst thing about having a podcast is... Well, first off, you get critiqued a lot, and I am not very good at being critiqued. I don't like it. Even like constructive criticism, I still don't like it. Um, And then also, I have a really hard time. I really don't like Instagram. Like when I post, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see that I post one post every week, and it just has pictures or videos of the cases that we cover because I'm very much like a visual person. So I like to like see pictures of the people that we're talking about. Um, but when you post a post on Instagram and you actually want people to see it, you've got to do like a lot of hashtags and doing the hashtags is probably my least favorite thing because my fingers are fat. My phone is small. So I'm always like messing up on the hashtag and then I have to like erase everything and start over again. So that is probably by far the least thing, like my least favorite part. And then also doing lives. I do not do lives very much just because I get really intimidated and stressed out about talking to you guys in real time. I like being able to edit. I like things to be perfect. That's the Virgo in me. So I don't like doing lives at all unless I have something that I know I'm going to talk about. Like I could never, ever go on a live and just be like, hi guys, it's me, Rochelle. Just ask me questions. Cause I'd be so terrified that nobody would come on and that I would just feel like an idiot. So yeah, that's probably the worst. Uh, next question is how long does it take you to research, write and record your episodes? Um, that is a good question. Um, research. I'm kind of always doing a little bit of research here and there for about a week. So I'd probably say about a half an hour to an hour each day because I'm like watching documentaries, reading an article. So I don't know, probably like four hours of research if I had to quantify it. And then it takes me about two hours to write it and record. Recording's easy. It usually just takes about an hour. So yeah. So four plus two plus one is seven. So it usually takes me about seven hours to research, write, and record. But then you also have to take into account that you've got to edit. So that's probably another hour on top of that. So probably like somewhere between eight and nine hours to do this. So yeah, it is certainly a labor of love. (laughs) Okay. So our last question for the day is, do you believe in ghosts and aliens? Okay. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. Okay. Um, ghosts. I I think I do believe in ghosts. I've never really had a ghost encounter myself other than um 
I think it was in 2021. Yeah. So last summer. I think so. I don't know. One of these years I was in New York visiting my mom and we were sitting in the kitchen um, eating breakfast or eating lunch or something. And all of a sudden this picture frame like fell off the wall, but it didn't just fall. Like it didn't just fall like down. It was like it flew like across the room and like hit a door and that was super creepy. And then we were, we like ran over to the picture and it was like a picture of my mom and dad on their wedding day. And I was like, there's a ghost and they're pissed off about you and dad getting married. So I think that's like the only one that I've really had. My mom has had a couple. My dad has had a couple and I've had a couple of cousins that I've had ghosty experiences. So yeah, I would I think that there are ghosts among us. I I don't know what the rules are with ghosts, but for some reason we're not seeing them when we want to. We're not seeing them all the time, but I think that they do exist. Yeah. I would have to say that I ex- think that they exist. And aliens, I definitely think aliens exist because I think that it would just be I think that it's just like arrogant of us to think that we have a huge galaxy out there. We have a huge universe that's like never ending and that we are the only ones that live in it. I think that's pretty arrogant and preposterous, honestly, if I'm being real. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that there's aliens out there. Um, I don't really want to meet a ghost or an alien. That's never been something that I've wanted to do. I'm like, I'll read about you, but don't you come and visit me. Um, but yeah, I definitely... Yeah, I definitely believe in aliens and I definitely believe in ghosts. I, I don't think I've, I've never seen a ghost, but I'm very much into like energies and stuff. And there have definitely been times when I've walked into a place, um, like when I covered that case, oh my gosh, what was it? It was the Utica Hotel that I did last summer. It was one of my on-site uh, episodes. When we went upstairs into that, we went into the elevator and we went upstairs to the room, like the floor where nobody was. There was, when I got off of that elevator and went into that room, there was certainly like a dark energy, dark, it just felt, I felt like it was so hard to breathe. Like I definitely felt like an energy shift in there. So yeah, I definitely think that there are ghosts among us. Um, I don't want to meet one though. So if there's a ghost listening, don't come visit me. This is not an open invitation. I do not want you to come over and, and talk to me. Please don't. All right. So, oh, and then I I think I will just add to this. This person only talked about ghosts and aliens, but I would also add, we talk a lot about cryptozoology, you know, Sasquatch, Mothman, Bear Lake Monster, all those things. They're, cryptozoology is probably the one that I have the hardest time with. I think it's really fun to read about it. Um, but in terms, I think that there was definitely something back in the day when these legends came up like I think that there was definitely something happening that the people around were trying to use this creature to kind of explain um but whether I think that there's a Sasquatch right now a bear lake monster right now I would have to say that I probably don't believe in that but I'm open to it I mean if I were to see one or somebody close to me had had a personal experience with it that might change my mind a little bit but I don't know I just have a really hard time like believing in the chupacabra believing in mothman some of them I just think that they're just kind of fun and 
don't know, just a way for people to explain things that they can't understand. Um, but yeah, that's it. And uh, so thank you guys so much for um, writing questions, sending questions. This has been a lot of fun. Um, we probably won't do another one of these Q&As for, you know, like in a year or something. So it's always really fun to just allow you guys to get to know me a little bit. Um, I want to get to know you though. So if you're not following me on Instagram already, go over to mystery still unsolved, hit that follow button, go to the notifications bell. So you get notified every single time that I make a post or do a story or do a live, which probably won't do a live because <laughs> I hate them. Um, and then go to my website, www.mysterystillunsolved.com. There you can binge my 90 episodes. Can you believe it? And then if you like what you hear, um, make sure that you go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. It will make me feel better about myself. Hopefully you'll feel better about yourself too. So it'll be a win-win. And yeah, but if you want to know the best way to support this podcast, there are two things. So one, you can tell a true crime loving friend or family member about me. Um, I, I just want everybody to know about Mystery Still Unsolved because it would just be so cool to talk to more people and get your thoughts, theories, and opinions. Um, and then the best way, of course, would be to follow me next week and join me next week when together we'll discover that someone ever place a useful tip has justice prevailed. Or is the mystery still unsolved? <laughs>